Hey guys, and welcome to the second part of the podcast slash video where we address the topic Men are the Problem with Terrell and Delizzo. If you haven't already watched the first part, we recommend you do so before continuing with this part. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys are going to kill me, but I realized, um, just to go back to Rumi's question, the last prompt that came up was about how would I define the boys' culture and how would I say to fix romantic relationships between a partner? Now she just reminded about me, like, reminded it, brought it to my mind. When she said <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to articulate myself, but it to my mind when she says something. Let me tell you this here, because it's the truth. I know it. I still practice it, but it's very toxic in what it leads to. When some, it's the truth when guys tell you that your boy's friends are not your friends. Right? We, <laughs> we, we, we know now. <laughs> what? <laughs> which, which, which is fine. It's fine. You know, it's, it's your boyfriend, it's his friends or whatever. The problem is that that is used as an excuse to justify cheating and violations in romantic relationships, right? When I know that my boy is doing these bad things, if you, Savannah, approach me about my friend who's doing these things or whatever, the first thing that comes to mind is, uh-uh, I'm my boy's friend before I'm Savannah's friend, right? Which now, like you said, Nashe, it goes back to how we deal with like um, men that cheat versus how we deal with the actual victim of the situation. We always... After that, I go back to my friend. I'm like, oh, don't do this, bro. Don't do it next time. Um, yeah, I didn't tell her, you know, because you're the boy, but just don't do it again. That I think that's one example of how the boy's culture negatively affects um, romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. So I was just reading the next prompt about what do you think the notion that men have been emasculated by feminist movements let me just say this now. Probably maybe Talitha will have something else to add. True feminist movements do not emasculate men. Let me tell you, wrong feminist movements do add to that, but true feminist movements don't. All guys want are the, the simple word is equality, fairness, justice. That that doesn't affect how I'm seen as masculine or feminine. I, I feel. Mm -hmm. Maybe wrong. I think the word equality is a cunningly, seductively misinterpreted word because I believe in equal opportunity. I believe, regardless of your sex, you have some value to bring into every situation, and that whether or not you're accepted should be dependent on the value you bring. But I think there are situations where we try to force equality of outcome. So equal opportunity doesn't mean there's going to be an equal outcome. Perhaps more girls will choose pink and more boys will choose blue. But boys should have the opportunity to choose what they like as much as girls should have the opportunity to choose what color that they like. But regardless of the fact that I believe in equal opportunity, I find it difficult to identify as a feminist because I think it's been heavily corrupted by media sensationalism that makes it look like a society that just wants to bash a particular group. 
And when it looks like that, it's like, well, now you're being reverse sexist. And then feminism as an ideology loses value because the people getting the most attention are misrepresenting the original ideology. So um, like Terrell just said, original feminism doesn't, but what feminist culture is becoming does to some extent, I think it does. Can I just like ask, what is feminism becoming? Like you said, like, like I hear that a lot, like new age feminists, this, 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 right? But like, I want to know like, what about feminism is, pro- eh, new age feminism is problematic. Um, it's becoming a group of women that paint all men as toxic or that bash the idea of men in general. For example, if I ask the question, are men toxic? By asking that question, I've already generalized men. Yes, men are toxic, but not all men are toxic. So no, men aren't always toxic. But if I post men are toxic, then it looks like even the non-toxic men are being attacked. So I think feminism in the cultural perspective is becoming more about hate than about recognizing the the role that we can all play together. And I don't blame it because women have been through a lot. So it's only natural for some women who haven't had their voices heard to try and take things to extremes to prove a point. But I think we've lost the translation of equality in some sense. Ruby? But don't you think that feminists have sort of taken the stance whereby at first it was recognizing that this is the role that men could take and trying to communicate that. And then they've been met with resistance because if we're going to look back at when feminism started factually, men were, they met it with a lot of resistance. And in my opinion, I feel as if now it's not, it's not radical. If anything, it's just more aggressive. So I think to this, I'd ask how it's toxic. Because genuinely, I, because I, it was, I, I forget which one of you said it, but you said it's more toxic, but then I'm wondering how is it toxic? Because I just assume it's detrimental. Um, maybe before Jalisa speaks or anyone has anything, I wanted to say that the thing is with the idea that, because when we just spoke about how feminism has been met with aggression and things like that, and I'd have to say to that, that I'm only 21 years old. I'm, I'm learning a lot of ideologies that have been embedded in me through my, my relatives, my parents, my grandparents, and that has been seeped into generations. So naturally to me, it's going to come with a resistance. And I don't know, in general, I'm speaking in general, possibly for a lot of men in this. It takes a lot of unlearning to reach this this new idea of what you know is the right thing that needs to be in place in society which is why it seems to it seems to me as radical or extremist as like what Dalitzo was saying because i'm like guys i'm i me myself i'm trying to unlearn um things that i've been taught since i was what two years old three you know so i don't want to say have patience because there's no time for patience anymore, but we need to keep the focus um, on what we want to achieve. I feel like- I don't know if I- No, you may say. Um, 
with with like what I have this debate. We have this debate as we are not poets all the time. And at the risk of like regretting saying this when I'm a lawyer or something, the one who's like, I want blood, I want war, give me violence, right? And my best friend is always the one who's like, no, we have to coddle men. We have to quote, like we have to, we have to like teach them. We have to like carry them through this process, right? And you then like, you have debates about this. And I think that it's something that has manifested, the debate has manifested itself in like every arena where people are trying to like dismantle oppression. Do we go the Mandela route or do we go in trying to study it and understand it, both seem to be necessary because we have you, the Tyrells, who want to sit down at the table and be taught. You want to come and, like, you ask questions. You want to know. You want to understand, right? And then we have the chance the rapists. You see, do so not the Sorry, Nasha, to speak over you. The problem I then have is if the Tyrells of this world come mm. and I want to learn and you you want to coddle me, it's fine, and you're willing to do that. <laughs> and then <laughs> the Tyrells of the world slip up and does something wrong. I don't want to... Um, what's this example? They're all bad things. Oh, my gosh. But something wrong, right? And I'm then reverted instantly to war and bloodshed. For example, um, you reminded me of the issue of why it's wrong mm -hmm. to call women females. And I do that on social media and instantly I'm bashed as this terrible person when maybe it's something I haven't learned yet. That's just an example, obviously. I don't know, how, how would you guys suggest that that's dealt with? I think... Because I would, I speak, I'll speak on behalf of myself. I, I, I'm someone who generally, yes, I said I want war, right? But like, above all else, I want to reach a point of peace. Like, the road to hell was paved with good intentions. Like, everyone wants, everyone wants good results. Everyone wants this time. But like, the way we go about it is different. But above all else, like, I, I do want there to be like a society where like, things happen blah 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 you know what i'm trying to say right i think the people that are victims of oppression should be offered grace. like i would want you as terrell to dig deep 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 inside yourself deep because i know you it's 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 kind of it's two minds fighting because you're like i'm really trying out for these people i'm desperately trying out for these people like do you see how hard it is to be a feminist around all of these dudes? And I'm always supporting you guys. And the moment I slip up, it's like a, ha, get out. It's not nice, right? But then the other minds, I would beg you to dig deep and find it in yourself to be like, okay, these people have been suffering. These people have been ignored. These people have been victims of many abuses that I might never understand in my entire lifetime. Let me move past my ego and just continue to grow and to learn. Let me grant them grace, you know? Because it's easy. The difference is if we offer you grace, right? It's like we're allowing you to perpetuate toxic things. Like 
in as much as it shouldn't be like that, you should be allowed to make mistakes, right? Um, so like, it, I feel like you would just need to come to a place where you're like, okay, these are kicked puppies. The kicked puppy just bit me because I did something that its previous owner used to do. Let me just, let me not kick it again. Let me just like cuddle it into submission again. Let me continue to be a good owner. If that made sense. I hope that made sense to you. Yeah. I don't understand. Who said feminism isn't a club? Seth, I don't, what do you mean? When I'm, what I mean by that is like, if you misstep somewhere, you do something that isn't feminist, is not going with the ideals and stuff like slipping up and saying, okay, like females and stuff like that. It's not like you've been kicked out of the club. And because it's, it's just, I think it's a, it's a mindset and it's just a, the lifestyle. I don't know. It's a lifestyle as well. And you just, you keep it moving. It's not, I guess, exclusive. And it's hurtful. Yeah. As much as, I guess, media portrays it as. Yeah. It's not like you have a feminist card and you're like, now you're invited to the feminist cookout. Like, yeah, you get, you can be kicked in and out. Like, we, we mess up too. Like, even as feminists. Yeah. Like, oh, I just spent an hour they singing to very, very, like, terrible things. And you're like, mm, that was weird. Like, is that, like, growth space that every, not everyone, some people claim they know everything. The people that claim they know everything hold them accountable for messing up. You must look at them and crucify them because why are they claiming that they are the Jesus of feminism? They are not, no one, no, no one elected them Jesus for feminism. So, like, the rest of us who admit that we are learning, I don't think we are going to cancel you. First, like, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, I wanted to respond to Tyrone, um, because I think what you just described is the result of cancel culture. Like, a lot of it is just a result of cancel culture. It's like, you say something, you slip up, everyone's like, oh, wow. Um, but that's unfortunate. But to a certain extent, it comes from a place of like they owe you nothing. Like my like the oppressed owe you nothing. Where it's like, oh, you are experiencing some discomfort from the fact that we expect you to read a few articles on how you could trigger some people in saying this. Do you know? Like I feel like that's the mentality behind it. I mean, I understand that it is too I understand, like, I understand both perspectives. I'm like trying to speak for both sides um, because I understand that I play on both. Like I do walk the fine line where I'm like, okay, sometimes I, I'm like, yo, wow. But then also there are times where I'm like, you know what, this person probably doesn't know. So. Okay. Um, I wanted to say, I don't know if anyone said this, but like, ooh, yeah. Emasculation is a weird word. Like it's 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 strange. I don't understand how like what how can you be stripped of your maleness? And then you'd also have to go on and define what is maleness. And then certain non I assume non-biological features will be will be like stuck on that. Like aggression belongs to men. Anger, that's for dudes, smiles. That's for girls. Make sure you're always happy. Like, we'd have to come to a point where we're like defining maleness. But wait, can you actually be? This is not gonna sound good. I'm sorry. Like, I stop. I can't concentrate. I can't read. <laughs> Are you searching? No, 
can you actually be emasculated by a woman? Actually, yes. Can we give that like quick? It means to be weakened. Yeah. Can we be like quick fast with that one so that everyone can just say what they feel about the relationship? Because the problems are great. We left one out. Like I actually have like a huge question. Yes. Do you guys know of a website called um, Return of Kings? Oh. Pardon? <laughs> Never heard of it. I'm glad. Pardon? That's great. That's great. That's wonderful. It's part of something called the Manosphere. Oh, yes. Yes. Fun fact. I feel like it's not a fun fact at all. I just say fun fact when I want to say this is what I'm adding. But like, um, uh, if you want to truly understand why some people react, they react to even the Tyrells of the world. Join the manosphere. Like you must, you must like put yourself in the shoes of the Trump supporters of sexism, like the extreme, extreme people for you to understand why some people react the way to do to men in general. Like if you see the, ex the extreme end of it all, then I think it's easier for people to get why people react that way but besides that there's a website called um return of kings and like i think we're going to read like snippets of it i don't know who was supposed to take that one was i supposed to Seth, you want you have it you want to go off then yeah i wrote all of them down because i was like oh waste ink i don't understand this website like listed down seven ways in which uh, wait, let me look at the thing. Seven ways women treat men like dogs. Modern women. <laughs> Modern women treat men like dogs. I was like, okay, this is about to be, okay. Uh, the first one that they said, they said uh, dogs are optional. So the whole uh, summary behind that uh, subtopic, dogs are optional, is just the, the idea that women can marry a man when she wants and I mean, a woman can marry a man when she wants and she can dump him when she feels like it. And the article just had like an issue with that, with the fact that uh, women can just marry and dump and get out of a relationship and join a new one, basically. I'm just like giving you a rundown of the stuff in the article, I guess. The second one was, uh, dogs remain faithful whilst women are slutty, they are toxic, they are toxic, they're crass, they are disgusting. So it's just the idea that women are more sexual beings. I guess like, no, not more, but women can be sexual and not be sexualized. Do you understand the difference between that? Like a woman can choose to be sexual and do what she wants. But anyways, the article said that uh, dogs, which is men, remain faithful whilst women do all of those things. Uh, number three, uh, Men nowadays always do what women tell them to do. Number four, um, women hold sex and affection over men as a means to keep them in the relationship and keep them doing what women tell them to do. Number five, women are innately attracted to power. <laughs> I didn't write more about that. But it's just that women are innately attracted to power. Uh, number six, Today's men are being intentionally isolated from the pack. So what they said is that um, 
they emasculate you, women. They put you in roles and stuff like that to they said cook, to nurture, to what? And that means you are you move away from the alpha hyper masculine pack and they said, you know, dogs, which they're using as a term for men, run in packs like wolves is the alpha and is the lead and stuff. And what women are doing is they are separating men from their packs. So just in conclusion, women are emasculating men nowadays. Modern women are emasculating men. A, a couple of those things. First of all, I I assume that's a website run by men. I, I have a problem. Guys, let's not compare each other to animals. That's that's weird. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, the first thing I heard when you spoke about the choosing problem, that doesn't even sound like a relationship problem. That, that sounds like a human rights violation. I, I believe people are entitled to the freedom of choice in whatever they are doing, whether it's dating or eating or getting <laughs> married or looking for a job, whatever it is. Yeah, that's, I think that those are the first things that came to my mind. Yeah, it was stressful to read the first time because they really, they frame things that like seem pretty sensible and like human rightsy as complete deviations from what men want, right? And many, many men subscribe to this. It's like part of an, like a thing called the manosphere where men go and discuss women and stuff like there's even an example of a woman who wrote a whole article supporting these men and the men replied saying that if she's not if she's not beautiful then we don't need to listen to her and i was like so pick me (laughs) why are you being a pick me for these dudes but anyway um yes okay do you guys sometimes feel like um affection sex all of these things are being like held over you like we're using them like as a treat system like you know how you you are training your pet and you throw it a bone if it does something correctly this is what i think personally i think the space is run by people who are perhaps reacting to 30 percent of toxic men and that men are reacting to 30 percent of toxic women but because those reactions are now mainstream that changes the general perception of society. Let's take number one, for example. If you look at the statistics for dating sites, a woman can get 10 messages from guys a day, from average guys with money a day. How many messages do guys get? Maybe one or two, if they're lucky. So obviously a woman has more of a choice. Hence I ask the question, do women like to be chased? Because a girl can say, nine guys are texting me, I'll talk to Terrell today because I like Terrell. But a guy can't really say, nine girls are texting me. I'll talk to Nashi today. It's, <laughs> it's not normal. So girls naturally get more attention from guys. The part on marriages, I don't think it's fair, but I do understand why some guys might feel like I'm optional because you can choose from nine handsome rich guys and I have to prove that I'm better than all these other options you have. But that's at our age. As you grow older, um, attraction changes. Um, if you read books like, I've read the books on seduction by Robert Greene. I've also read psychology books that delve into attraction, which goes into the PowerPoint as well. Um, when a powerful man walks into the room, the question then becomes, how do women react? And sometimes 
those reactions influence people's perception. So if someone walks in with an expensive suit and he dominates the room and he has a dominating voice and he gives a speech, even guys are attracted to powerful men. This is not exclusive to women. I'm attracted to powerful men because I see characteristics in them that I can learn from. I like people who are driven and men who are driven are attracted to females. But I think sometimes we take it in the wrong context. For example, money. If I'm a girl, I want to be with a guy who can provide for my children. So I would prefer if I can provide as well. I want financial security so that my children can go to good schools. But sometimes we turn it around and say, then you're being a gold digger. So I think women who are gold diggers exist, but sometimes we misinterpret things that are naturally attractive. So powerful men may be attractive. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It means he's driven and he's willing to do what he needs to do to get what he wants. That's attractive. Um, are, so, you attracted sure. to women? Yeah, sure. are you attracted to women who are driven? Are you attracted to women who want to who will do what they need to do? To Personally, do very much. I am so attracted to powerful women. I love the women. I, I, <laughs> this is my personal preference. <laughs> if you're a woman and you're not driven, that means I'm going to become... We, we Like, for example, Malcolm and Marie, if you've watched that movie, <laughs> I don't... I don't want a woman who then has to rely on my validation for her self-worth. And it's unfortunate that patriarchy has ingrained mentalities that make it come to that. But women can be powerful in their own sense. And I'm not saying she has to be a businesswoman, but if she's confident in herself and she's a go-getter and her aura motivates me, I'm deeply attracted okay. to that. Anna, <laughs> just, just to how many question. times have I told you, jokingly, that I'd love to be a house husband to someone who will go to work every day and I wish you a good fortune. No, because no, I, I feel like the Tyrells of this world are looked down <laughs> upon and for unjustifiable reasons. I feel like a lot of dominant women meet the wrong men and then say men are frightened by our dominance. Ladies, Terrell. Terrell is, I don't know if Terrell is currently available, but ladies, Terrells do exist. When I stop and I we're good cooks. I love yeah. cooking. So <laughs> if then they ever listen. Some of us are well, I love cooking, ladies. I <laughs> not to I could probably, I cook better than a lot of people I've met. I'll, I'll end there because um, this is a family-friendly show. Um, parental guidance is advice. <laughs> um, but I'll, I've taken a lot of time. Anyone else would like to share? But wait, my point is just um, some of these points are perverted to paint a bad picture, but some things are natural. You're going to have more attention from guys to girls than girls to guys. Guys naturally will do that. That's why girls post pictures on Instagram in certain ways and you won't find a guy trying to appeal in the same way. So naturally speaking, there are exceptions. Exceptions do exist, but naturally speaking. Do you like a woman who's more powerful than you? Like, yes, okay, she's powerful, but like she's more powerful than you. So let's say she brings home more money than you. Let's say she brings home more money than you. She, I don't know. 
Okay. Let me... I'm okay, Tara. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, just casually speaking, it's it's unrealistic. That's why my my initial reaction was, "What's power?" And you gave the example of more money. I mean, I'm meeting girls and women that I like in university. The world we live in. Okay, so last year I was staying at um, a health sciences campus. Mm-hmm. People are going to graduate as doctors. And here I am, not a doctor, studying numbers, right? Here in South Africa, first year doctors are paid upwards of 35,000 rand for their community work. She's definitely bringing more money home than me in my first job. And I'm probably still attracted to her because I don't think, sorry, Rumbi. But like, still, okay, that was just like a generic kind of example, but I mean, for example, if a person's bringing home money, more money than you, of course she's going to be, the stereotype is that she's going to be having more say in whatever's happening, right? And so what my question therefore is, is for example, if you're having conversations with her, of course, if you're attracted to a very dominant woman in conversation, um, she's dominant in, uh, she sticks out in a crowd. Do you like it when she sticks out when you speak to her? Like when you're just the two of you? My personality is very um, outgoing, overarching. So my answer will be no. I like to, like, if you, the example you used of when it's just the two of us and her being like that, I don't think I'd be attracted to someone like that. Would but it's not because you're, because you're a man, that, like, or is it just because of your personality? Or did you, did you, I don't know. Allow that. Let's, let's, let me let me not say it's because of me or it's because of my maybe if Jalitza answers something different, then we know okay, it's this is my character trait, or it's because I'm a man. That's it. That's it. Uh, I think you've chosen to sit down with two very unique personalities that can't be a general standard for the normal behavior. But personally, um, personally for me, I like being challenged, even in intellectual conversations. I would rather have a girl who will tell me, no, your ideals are wrong because of one, two, three, four, than a girl who just says, oh my gosh, you're so intelligent. I like you for that. So that's my personal preference. And in regards to money, I think sometimes the question is also, are those girls attracted to men who are less dominant, who are less powerful, or who are less financial? Because then the question becomes, how many girls are willing to marry men who earn less than half of what they earn. And I guess a lot of men have egos that also make them shy away from that situation. So I do value when I see an exception where people are compatible. I think it comes down to compatibility. When you're emotionally mature, issues of finance just become, or issues of dominance or issues of anything really become, this is what value I can bring to the relationship. But we're not together for the money. The money is important in a sustainable future, but that's not why we're together. But I think that's something that people in older ages to our demographic suddenly realize. So for our generation, um, I think it would be a little bit difficult to assume that money doesn't play a significant part because in most cases, you go to a cafe, you watch people, you see the waiter will naturally go to the man for the payment. And it's natural. We don't even notice it. If the waiter were to go to the female, it would be shocking. Like, what are you doing? 
but personally, um, I am very attracted to dominant female. And if you're more dominant than I am, that would be interesting. But I wouldn't let that be a reason for me to not approach you. I feel like we're just in a space where we have to eh, acknowledge realities of the present and see how we can snip snip a lot of them because a lot of them are destructive. Like, I feel like what I've like taken from Daliso is that, yeah, this is the reality, but people's realities a hundred years ago were also the reality, but she still has to strive to progress. You can easily be like, yes, this is where we are right now. And this is, these are the things that cannot be changed, whatever people say those are. And even scientists will say, no, 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 this can be changed. This, this, this can't be changed. Like they'll argue amongst themselves about what is fact and what can bend and what is flexible, right? So we just, as a community, need to figure out which, what we can solve because we can't stay like this. People are dying. Like we can die on certain hills if we want to, but like there's actual people dying out there in these streets while we're having these conversations. So like, yeah, something has to change. Thank you to the viewers for watching. And I hope just as we have, you have recognized that society does come with its problems, but recognizing the problem is only the first step in solving it. We also need to take practical steps, even in our personal lives to do what we can to promote equality, because in the end, we want an equal world for everyone. So once again, from the rest of the team, we are not broads. So I'd like to say thank you, and till we meet again. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>